You're listening to Thoughts of Thaddeus, a show dedicated to people wrestling with life and faith. Here is Pastor Nick Pierce. Hey, 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 welcome to the podcast. Let's get started. So glad that you are here checking this out uh, as we just talk about life and faith and how these two things go together and process uh, each of those. And so for me, I think on this episode, one of the things that's really been standing out to me that I've really been answering just in like personal one-on-one conversations with those around me is how do we connect to the Father? And and I'm going to throw a couple names out there uh, that have really challenged me in this thought. And And the main guy that I'm thinking about is a guy named Larry Osborne. He has a, a big church out in... Uh, Southern California called North Coast, and I don't even know if I'm allowed to say his name, but I did. Uh, So he has a great study called A Contrarian's Guide to Knowing God. And and it was one of those things that, like, I thought, you know, I thought I knew and had a great response for, you know, how do we know God and and how do we have a vibrant relationship with Him? And then he said a couple things that just really challenged me, and I thought that that was... It was really good and just kind of wanted to process uh, kind of what he said, but also how I processed what he said. And so for me, the first thing was that really stood out to me, uh, and this is going to be a couple of transparent moments uh, for me is, so let's start with one, one one aspect, prayer life. You know, for me, like I have uh, a (laughs) self-diagnosed Nothing professionally diagnosed, but I call it self-diagnosed ADD or ADHD. Just my attention, I'm attention deficit all the time. I'm I'm always looking for the next thing and excited for something new and change it up. And not even sometimes for a good reason, just because it's something new and different. I love that kind of aspect. And so for me, you know, even being as a pastor and we'll walk into these like, oh, we're going to have an hour long uh, prayer service. It's like. Oh, I, I, I think I'm going to throw up. And, and it's not that I don't love prayer or think that we should be praying. Like that's just, that's just not how I pray. <clears throat> and what I love is uh, when you look through scripture and if you look at the spiritual disciplines, there's really not one set way or method or methodology of how to do these things. And, and I think the, the slippery slope, uh, the dangerous thing is to say, you know, this is the only way to pray. And we make other people pray how we connect to the Father. Because I think there is a lot of people that, you know, they could walk into an hour-long prayer service and that just ignites them and puts them on fire, which is awesome. And that's what I want, you know, uh, for people to, to be in prayer and in the presence of God and just be ignited. That's just not what ignites me and what sets me on fire. Um, and I just kind of always laugh it off as my, you know, undiagnosed ADHD. And so for me, you know, I think of first Thessalonians, you know, pray without ceasing. And that's where, uh, what resonates in my heart, because for me to stop and do one thing for uh, a good period of time, like that's very trying for me. Um, but I'm always on the move, but I'm always praying and talking to God. And so, uh, so in a prayer life, Just because you might not pray like somebody else doesn't mean you don't have a vibrant prayer life. And and, uh, so let's take it to another another spiritual discipline before I kind of get to the big main 
premise here. Uh, so take it to another spiritual discipline like reading your Bible. Um, just like prayer, I think we all need prayer and we all need to be in the Word, but how we do it is going to look different. You know, like one person might just want to like plug in their phone and it reads the Bible to them as they are, you know, waking up, having a cup of coffee in the morning or driving to work. Um, but for me, <clears throat> like how uh, the Word of God ignites and sets me on fire, uh, for me is like I love to sit down with like a real paper Bible. I think that's kind of the old school in me. I love to mark and make highlights and stuff like that. Um, and so, and, and I love to sit there and I'm not going to just do like two, three verses. Like I love to dig in deep, look at the original language. Like that's just kind of that Bible study, uh, hermeneutics class coming out in me that I just, I really thrive on that. And the danger, and this is, this is where I failed as a pastor at times is to point at other people and say, just be, because you're not trying to mimic that, you don't have a good Bible study uh, in your life. And and really that that study with uh, Larry Osborne really challenged me in that. Because he said it like this. Uh, so what did people do before Gutenberg invented the, the printing press? And people's access to scripture was very, very low. Did they not have a vibrant relationship with God? And I remember the first time I heard that, I just kind of stopped and was like, whoa, that's a great thought. Um, I have no idea how to answer this. And so, uh, and then it kind of hit me. That is, maybe maybe we both can arrive at the same thing, a vibrant relationship with God. Both have the Word of God in our lives, but the again, the manner, the method, the methodology of how we get the Word in our lives, it can be very, very different. And the same thing is serving. Uh, I mean, I think you could take almost any spiritual discipline and all those can look, be different, and we still connect to the Father. Because, And what we're not saying is somebody can have a vibrant relationship without prayer, without worship, without the Word, without serving. You know, all those things are there, but how they look individually are going to be different. And, and Osborne used a great analogy. You know, he and his brother... Uh, he talked about, we both lived under the same house rules growing up. You know, their dad, these are the house rules, home by 10 on a school night. Uh, all your homework's done before you play. You, you know, whatever it is, there were the house rules they both had to abide by. But because they were two different people with different personalities, they connected to their dad in different ways. You know, one was more into sports, the other one was more into music. And and he said it very well, I thought, that really just convicted me. You know, almost the audacity for one of the brothers to look at the other one and say, you don't connect to the father this way. This is how you connect to dad. And there's just certain things about each and every one of us that are different and how we connect to the father. And I think that's why we're the body of Christ. You know, even even how our muscles and tendons and bones are structured and organized is going to be different body part to body part because there's different functions in it. But we're all still part of the same body. So I need people that can have that hour-long prayer that just ignites them. Like, that is good. There's nothing wrong with that. Or I need people that, you know... Are, disconnect to the Father in different ways because in a, in a way that reveals more of who the Father is to me because I get to see how He connects and they connect with Him in different ways outside of my own sphere. And He uses the phrase like a gift projection. And I'm not talking about spiritual giftings, but just, just kind of that, 
that mentality where like people, you know, oh, I just love walking into big prayer studies or good long sermons or uh, worship times. And, and, but we can't project that onto other people and say, hey, this is the only way to do it. We have to be able to have the grace with each other to say, what connects you to the Father? How does your spiritual life look like? And what works for you and what doesn't work for you? And I think that's, again, that needs to be more conversations that we have that we can glean off of each other and understand that God is bigger than all of this. And we can't put him in a box to say, oh, you got to pray for an hour. You got to do an hour Bible study. You got to serve. You got to worship these ways, or you don't have a vibrant relationship with God. Because that, if that's true, um, uh, I, I'm going to fail at that. Like I'm just a normal person trying to live for Christ you know, is there a spirituality for the rest of us? Is there faith just for the normal, normal guy where, you know, I'm not a Francis Chan and a, you know, a Matt Chandler and some of these guys, like, I'm just a normal dude. Like, I'm just about as normal as it's going to happen, you know, and, 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 and what can happen is sometimes we look up to these heroes of the faith and think, oh, I'm such a loser because I'm not like them. And it's like, no, what connects you to God? What connects you to the father? And how does that work for you? And, and how are those different spiritual disciplines used in your own life? You know, um, because w- the danger for me, I think, is we can look at spiritual disciplines as the end, meaning, okay, I've read my Bible, check that off the box. Okay, I've prayed, check that off the box. Okay, I've served, uh, I've, I've done worship or whatever it is, and we check it off the box, like that's what makes a spiritual life. No, these are disciplines in us that create in us the fruits of the Spirit, that connect us to the Father. So uh, as the Spirit fills us and leads us and guides us, that we actually go out there and live as Christians. You know, it's almost like if we only focus on the spiritual disciplines, it's like training. I used a boxing analogy in an earlier podcast. And, you know, if, if we only focus on the spiritual disciplines, it's like we only train, but we never step into the ring for a real fight. You know, it's easy to to punch the bag or the speed bag or to do the workouts and the exercises, but all of those are for one purpose, to step in the ring and battle. And that's the same thing for us is these spiritual disciplines, they're great, but they're they're not the end. They're producing us to the end, and that is to be like Christ, where we can step into the ring with evil and we can win. Because we have the armor of God and we, you know, the shield of faith, you know, it's, it's through the spiritual disciplines that we have that it's not the spiritual disciplines in themselves. And so that really challenged me and it challenged me how I pastor people, because instead of having this clear cookie cutter, Hey, this is how you have a relationship with Christ. Boom. Do these, you know, eight things three times a day, you know, almost like a medication from a doctor, uh, Instead of having this prescription that everybody should take and we'd all end up the same, now it it needs to become more, I just kind of describe mine and then I listen and I ask people, what connects to them? Or what, what are people passionate about? And what excites them? And then try to help them find kind of that, that sweet spot for them and how they connect to the Father. Uh, I play a little guitar and I'll, I'll use the analogy like this, you know, 
if you if you got a room full of guitar players together and you gave them the exact same equipment, the same guitar, the same pedals, the same amp, everything's the same, you would have so many different guitar sounds because everybody likes a little something different. Like one guy probably wants a little bit more bass or treble or mids, or they like this setting on that pedal as they overlay it with that one. And, and all of those things are good. There's no one right way to produce a guitar sound, but you'd have so many different sounds. In the same way, we have all these spiritual disciplines that are good and they're great, but the settings for us are all going to be a little bit different. And that's good because our sounds are going to be a little bit different. But the Bible never says we have to have conformity, that we all look the same. It speaks far, far, far more about having unity. Um, my pastor says it like this when he's talking about leadership within a team. You know, we don't need melody, everybody be a note for note, perfectly note for note. We don't need melody. What we need is harmony, where we blend well together. And so, and, and that helps me because the areas that uh, that I feel are weak in my spiritual disciplines, again, like uh, for me, the prayer one, uh, I need people that are strong in that because then that challenges me. And in the same way where somebody's like, oh, I just really struggle even just trying to read the word, let alone study it. You know, that's, uh, I think at least I look at myself, I think that's a strong point for me. And so that gives me an opportunity. It's like, man, like help, help keep me accountable and strengthen and how I pray and let me help you on that. And that's where I think, man, uh, instead of conformity that we all have to look the same because we're not, if, if God wanted us, wanted our spiritual lives to be the exact same, he would have created us to look, act and be the exact same. But all you have to do is look around our world and we all look different. We all act different. We have different personalities. And I think our faith, uh, our individual faiths can have that same, that same, uh, differences, but we all are humanity. And so our faith can be all that same, but we all are a child of God. And so uh, I just really challenge you, look at the spiritual disciplines and, and think if, and, and it can even change season to season, you know, one season of my life, like worship was such a big part of my life. Uh, but as I got into, into more ministry, I really felt, uh, that kind of fade, not that I don't appreciate worship, but, uh, other spiritual disciplines have really strengthened in my life. And, and so I challenge you, like, if you're struggling to like read the word every day, um, don't feel bad, don't feel guilty, but maybe you just need to, to reevaluate how you're doing it. Maybe a different method, uh, would be more beneficial and effective for you. And so look at every spiritual discipline that way, you know, uh, before we write off and say, Oh, you know, I'll never be able to read the Bible. I'll never be able to pray like that person. You know, look at the method and the methodology and say, is there a more effective way and how God has created me and uniquely designed me to connect with him? And, and when I think we take a real hard, honest look at ourselves and not allow others to project what they think is right on us, um, I think each of us can find that sweet spot and tune in, um, where we, where we still have the unity, but we have a great, vibrant relationship with God. So I hope that's helped. Uh, if you have any questions on that, I would love to like take that conversation further. So hit me up on Instagram uh, or Facebook. 
Um, you can find the links to that. We'd love to continue this conversation. So uh, that is all I have for this episode. Be blessed. Take care. Thanks for listening to Thoughts of Thaddeus. If you have any questions about God or want to get deeper into your faith, feel free to hit Pastor Nick Pierce up on Instagram at Nickus1. That's N-I-K-K-U-S-1. Thanks and have a great day.